Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees, the Multicultural Mess and Secular Scam. Thank you so much for joining me today and I hope you are having a great day wherever you are. Thank you so much for your support to my program. I know there were many people who joined in yesterday. I'm really very grateful for that. Um, so as promised uh, yesterday, we're going to talk about the new i.n.d.i.a. I don't know whether to laugh or to cry or, or to pee in my pants. And I apologize for that. But it is, it is more than hilarious. And, I, and I, I didn't know where to put myself. I mean, what? Literally, what? Um, are you for real? Uh, literally, um, are you for real? Is this something, a real name, or is this a play? This is a play. Um, so let's just start by saying, on my Facebook page, Dalit is Hebrew, um, and you will see on the left-hand side, or should I say, no, not on my Facebook page, um, but very uh, clearly on my podcast, Religions, Regimes, and Refugees, I said very clearly in the in the opening, um, uh, you know, description. If you read it clearly, it says it's our currents that form the waves. It's not the waves that form the currents. It's our mentality. It's it's not. It's our mentality that forms the labels. It is not the labels that form the mentality. So the labels can change, but the mentality. If it's still the same, it makes no difference. So I've said this very clearly on my podcast, and I've I've said it here um, um, on the uh, on the very opening opening page. Uh, If you take a look at it, I'm I'm trying to look it up. Here we go. I said, it's your, not your label that controls your mentality. It is the mentality that controls the labels. It's your currents that form the waves, not the waves that form the currents. So by changing the label, do you change anything? Nothing at all. I mean, nothing. Um, the same backward mentality, the same uh, lawlessness, and you're trying to convert the nonsense by camouflaging it, by putting a band-aid over it and saying, oh, it's the NDA versus India. It's not India. It's a play on the name. So you're trying to project Narendra Modi in the NDA as against the country of India. So first things first, let's go to the first things. It is technically, it should be illegal for someone to use the name of the country as um, for political gains. It's absolutely illegal. You cannot use the name of the country. Now, you could say Indian National Congress, you could say Bharatiya Janata Party, but you cannot just use the full name of the country as, as, as your political um, face. 
It is even if you try and show, um, oh, it's I.N.D.I.A, you know very well, clearly you're using the syllables um, joined together uh, in order to play, put the people in a trap, in a mental trap. Um, and you're using the name of the country. So when you say Supriya Shinati, I think, says, oh, it's India versus India. No. Which India are you talking about? The India, the country or the India, India, the political party? So it's the political party, but they are trying to show that they represent the India because they've used the initials of the word India to uh, form a new alliance, which is against, should be against election laws. And, and, and I hope the BJP is going to take this up. I hope that the people are going to realize, I think that all of us realize, except for the secular elitist of the country, I am um, sure that we all realize that this is a, a play. Now, I can tell you, people on the left... Okay, very. This is very common. They can use labels very well. They have no uh, foundation. They have nothing, no adept, and they use um, labels very, very cleverly to distort an image. Then, then um, once they distort the image, they will then play the victim card. Uh, they will isolate you. They will divide and distract. This is. Typical, typical um, woke strategy, okay? It's an absolute woke, filthy strategy. It's to divide and to distract from what is really going on. So they, they, they'll heckle you, they'll heckle you. I'm telling you, in, the, in, in every election in North America since the last 10 years, they have used Islamophobia to heckle you. So they use uh, Islamophobia, Islamophobia, xenophobia. Now they're using the Islamophobia has become redundant and, and people are not buying it because people know it's a, it's a, it's a trap. But they use it as, as a play to say, oh, we are against the religion of Islam. We're against the religion of Islam. Now they're using transphobia. So if they don't use one phobia, they have to have another phobia. So they'll victimize you. They'll put you on a plantation. They'll heckle you. They'll pit one against the other. It's the NDA versus, um, versus India. I mean, no, it's not the NDA versus India. It's the NDA versus a rebranded fake UPA that is has got no foundation. The labels have changed, but the mentality of the UPA is still the same. It's about negative reinforcement for crime, corruption, and uh, destruction, and, and, and Congress elitism of India. That's what it is. Crime, corruption, and Congress elitism uh, uh, of India. And that that is what uh, the uh, new alliance is. It is disgusting use of of the um, of the name, the legal name of the country. You couldn't get more cheaper than these people. Okay, um, they play behind the legal national iconic name of a country as a cheap shot for political gain. They do not care about dragging the country in the mud and politicizing the same for their cheap politics. Cheap people will play cheap politics. Sick seculars and their secular scam. That is what the Congress is and the alliance. Cheap, sick 
and cheap and sick seculars and their secular scam. Disgusting is an understatement. They cannot play on equal terms. They cannot play on a positive foundation. They cannot play on anything else uh, that's worth more than two cents. They cannot do that. Uh, and so they will play on this nonsense, uh, absolute elitist nonsense, um, just in order to heckle you, divide you, turn you and spin you that you don't know where you're going. They'll say, if you don't vote for India, you are not an Indian. It's very much like Jinnah did in, in the 1940s. He was not winning against Gandhi. He was not winning against um against the British, against the Congress. So what did he do? He said, if you don't win, if you don't vote for me, you're a kufar because I represent Islam, the, the Muslim Brotherhood, sorry, uh, the Muslim League is, is for Islam and Pakistan is, the, uh, what does Pakistan mean? La ilaha illallah. So if you don't vote for Pakistan, you're a kufar. And so people got scared and voted for him. And that's the, that's the trick he played. He used Islam as a, as a hook to go fishing for votes, divided the country, caused the genocide, and 75 year, late, years later, we're still paying the price. Now look at where Pakistan has gone. And this is the same thing they do. Um, in, in Canada for the last 10 years, um, these godforsaken is, uh, Islamists and these Islamic parties, like the CARE, like the Muslim Brotherhood, disgusting people, they have used, uh, oh, if you don't vote for us, if uh, you're an Islamophobe. So they, they, they will uh, accuse you of a crime that you've not committed. They will put you against the wall. They will corner you, pretend that they are victims. But when they are absolute, the, 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 the sick elitist, power-hungry elitists who could not get power, who created a problem in their own countries, who divided and destroyed their own countries into war zones. Now they've come here to new countries and they're playing that sick, same sick game and playing the same divide and rule game in someone else's land, in an adopted land and pretending that they are fighting for social justice. They're not fighting for social justice, they're fighting for power. In the States, it's the same thing. The, the Democrats are doing the same thing. They divide and distract you, okay? They'll divide and distract you. They'll pretend that they're providing you hope, but they're really hurting you and they're converting that hope into, um, into perceived hope. They're con converting that hurt into perceived hope. Um, they, they're really trying, what they're really trying to do is hide from their responsibility. And then they pretend that they are the saviors and you are, you're going against social justice. They are fighting for social justice. So they'll anchor their corrupt uh, titanic mentality, which is nothing but a titanic because it's so full of crap and, and fault lines. It's, it's structured, it's built on a, on, on, on destructive method, on a corrupt, um, uh, foundation, uh, from power, for uh, money, uh, for cheap quality goods, for cheap quality mentalities, uh, and they only do is sink you to the bottom of the ocean. That's what the Titanic was. It was built by cheaper quality materials to save money and, and uh, fit in the most amount of passengers. And what happened? It went down to in the first, on the very first trip, it went down the boat uh, to the bottom of the ocean. And now, 120 years later, the, the, tit the Titan sank. I mean, they, they came up with a new vessel, a new modern vessel, 
but they did the same thing. They were too, they believed that they could never sink. They used modern equipment, modern vessels, uh, modern materials to go and look at the sinking ship, which they shouldn't have been doing. Their arrogance was so much that they even cut corners uh, and pretended to be uh, infallible. And the, the, the uh, CEO of, of OceanGate says, actually, the Titan is so secure that it is the people who go down into the depths of the ocean are the five most secure people on the planet. Nothing can happen to them. And they, they, were, um, they were an avant-garde for, for, the, for their time. And then they're doing research and, 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 and they are actual researchers for ocean research. Uh, for the new generation, that's what he projected Titan as um, and their company as, but they felt they blasted off and fell to the bottom of the ocean. This is the same tactic uh, the Titan, Titanic used. This is the same tactic Jinnah used. Oh, Islam is at stake. Islam is at stake. They've built a, a Pakistan, a country, divided a, a subcontinent, and now they're falling to the bottom of the ocean. They're begging everyone for money 75 years later. And, and the Congress has done the same thing, projected them to be the, the the uniter in chief, but they are the divider in chief. They've divided the country into factions to distract from their corrupt mentality. Now they're changing the label, but they're doing exactly the same. The labels have changed, but the mentality has not because it's not the labels that define the mentality. It is the mentality that defines the label. It is your sick currents that form the waves, uh, Mr. Uh, Mrs. Mr. Rahul Gandhi, and your sick people are doing exactly the same thing for the last 150 years, and it hasn't changed, and, would, and it will not change. Recently, uh, Rahul Gandhi says, um, you, know, um, you know, people might not know this, but the actual... Uh, Freedom struggle of India started in South Africa. I mean, if that's not condescending, I don't know who is. I mean, the actual freedom struggle, the person who actually started this freedom struggle was actually Guru Nanak. Guru Nanak with a book he started, he used his Sanskrit base. He used his knowledge of Sanskrit from the Vedas and gave that knowledge, translated into for a new generation of weak people on, and, and immigrants who were coming to the Punjab, uh, fleeing their lands that they've left behind in slavery and joining the, the Indian subcontinent. He gave them that knowledge. Um, and through that knowledge, they rose up to power and healed. Um, and that is uh, who Guru Nanak was, and his and the ten gurus were. They were teachers, teachers of knowledge. Um, he didn't he didn't divide the country. He didn't divide his land. He united it, healed them. Um, what about uh, what about all the people of Sivaji Maharaj? What were they doing? They were not freedom fighters. They were not uh, healing our land from these invaders, the Mughal invaders. Of course, he was. What about Dada Dada Nauroji, Sardar Patel, uh, Lokmanya Tilak, and all these people who came before Mahatma Gandhi, who started um, the Indian National Congress? Were they not freedom fighters? What about Jinnah? 
Jinnah was the biggest freedom fighter of them all. He was there before Gandhi came and he was the uniter in chief. He was pro-Indian uh, Hindu-Muslim unity. He, was, he promoted Hindu-Muslim unity across the board until the 1930s. Uh, he was against the breakup of Bengal. He was against um, selective... Uh, uh, administrative uh, elections because first he, they wanted selective states within the dominion of India for um, for votes. They wanted Muslim areas, Muslim candidates vote only Muslim areas um, and it was called selective I'm not sure of the word, I can't get it but I've said it before and all of this was used by Jinnah. He was against Pakistan in the beginning. He changed uh, but so Gandhi did not start the freedom struggle, but the condescending man that Rahul Gandhi is um, tried to change it and portrayed Gandhi as the start of the freedom struggle. What about 1857 and all those who didn't, who gave up their lives, but they were betrayed by fellow Indians who who sided with the British? Uh, I, I'm sorry. Uh, <coughs> sorry. Um, isn't that... Uh, is it weren't, weren't they freedom fighters? But no, everything is Gandhi. Why? Because they've got the same name. So they use the name to flout history, to camouflage their fault lines. Then they add new fault lines on the top. And then they pretend to be the divide and rule. And they've already started with the divide and rule. NDA versus India. So it's supposed to technically be I dot N dot D dot, uh, sorry, yes, dot I dot A. Um, but no, they use the whole synonym as India, so they're projecting you as, oh, the NDA is against the country, which is what they've been doing for 75 years. They've projected themselves to be secular, but they're not secular. They are relics of the colonial empires. They are Marxists whose only goal is to divide the country and subjugated it with a Marxism that has nothing and a socialism that has nothing to do with the Indian civilization. The Indian civilization is far better than Marxism and in Marxism is a flatter theory that comes from Europe. So they have another European concept which has failed across the board. They want to keep harping on that concept, that failed concept of corruption, flattered elitism, English educated elitism uh, rebranded by secular politics uh, or but it's elitism at its best and here we go now recently they also decided right off the bat at their meeting in Bangalore Bengaluru they said they want a caste census what is caste they should be doing everything to remove caste because caste is against the Indian constitution. Your constitution does not allow you for any dis distinction between caste. And why are they having this census? Because they were the ones who promoted caste. Their only goal of the Indian National Congress is to divide the country right from the, the top re and rebrand them as how they want it to be, uh, as how they want to run it, how they want to subjugate it and keep exploding, exploding with a million, one billion, two billion, three billion, no money and no food to pay for it. That's what they want. Uh, and they have, they have never done anything to destroy caste, to remove caste, but they have promoted caste. And the very fact that 75 years later they're having a caste census 
because they know that they have repeated their caste so many times. Now it's become a thorn in the side in this Hindu concept, in Hindutva, in, in Hinduism, in, in Hindic tech ideology. And every time someone says caste, it's projected as Hindu. Oh, the Hindus invented caste. But they know very well that Hindus did not bring about caste. The caste came by the Roman Catholic invaders and pedophile priests who used it, who 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 portrayed it as their woke activism of their time. So they invented caste, they subjugated the people through lineage of their color, of their ethnicity, of their of their slavery they absolutely uh, divided the people, subjugated the people in a pyramidal system where only they were on the top. Then they left their dirty laundry everywhere. And when they didn't win, they projected the caste as the locals who invented it. And they were the saviors. They were the woke saviors of that land. And this is, and caste and Dalit is medieval um, vocism of its time, ancient and medieval vocism, sorry, biblical and and medieval wokeism that has been come to, has come to the Indian subcontinent through refugees and through invaders, to Abrahamic refugees, the Hebrew refugees and invaders, and now they are trying to project it as Indian. Uh, obviously, they refuse to take their blame, and not only that, instead of saying, "Okay, you know what, we can heal, we can be better," if you are changing our name, we want to project to you a better India, because that's what they have said. They have said in their manifest that, uh, you know, uh, they want to transform the style of government and make it more democratic and interactive. They are, going, they are pledging to present to the nation an alternative political, social and economic agenda. So the first thing is you remove the thorns from society. You remove the division from society. Show us that you're better than the NDA. Show us that you can remove the thorns from society. You can be better than society. You can be better than yourself of the last 75. Five years. Give us something innovative that you're going to remove the caste. Uh, you're going to take your responsibility as leaders of the country and you're going to remove the concept of caste from everyone because caste is definitely not Hindu. Take your responsibility and say it comes from the Latin uh, Roman Catholic invaders, but no. They not only don't want to do it, they want to go ahead with the caste. They want the caste to be all def defining of, the, of, of India, of Hinduism. And they want to divide it by, by promoting it, by blowing it out of proportion, showing it as something that's, that's Hindu, uh, that's a lie, and saying, oh, they are the saviors. That ideology, that way of working has never worked anywhere it will come back to hurt you because we are cyclic you try the more you push people the other side with lies the more they'll come back to you with the truth you're not healing you're not uh, you're hurting yourself and we've seen that it's like a boomerang you throw something the other side but it'll come back to you so your car senses is a boomerang you're just getting people more aggravated they're not going to buy it they're not going to vote for you they can see it right through your scam of changing the labels by keeping the mentality the same but you're st and you're still going ahead with the same old mentality and proving again and again that you are worthless your mentality is just a scam is elitism it's english educated elitism of the secular um, 
debris field that has become our um, this become has been forced down our throats for the last seventy five years, and they have not changed one single bit. Now I myself am English educated. I speak better English than I speak Hindi. I come from not an upper class but an upper middle class, and. Um, I know from the inside that the English educated elites of the country are the new um, are the new uh, elitist the 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 new caste feudal caste of the of the country they're the new feudal caste they won't say they won't say the English educated elite of the country are the new feudal caste they'll say oh Brahmin Kshatriya Vaishyas Sudras Dalit are the low class people. Um, and and they'll use this, but they will not say that the English educated elite are the new feudal class hierarchy of the country. But they believe that they're so educated that they know everything that they can look down at people with scourge and absolutely spit on them and pretend that they are holier than thou or children of a lesser god. Um, I was watching. I was watching. Uh, uh, um, I was watching. Um, <coughs> Sorry, uh, a small little. Um, I was watching a small little um, a clip on BBC, and typical BBC. They are going through a a, a sex scandal, okay? And where uh, um, one of their presenters, a huge presenter, Hugh Edwards, I think his name is, um, who had allegedly sexual, um, you know, uh, affiliations with minors, or not minors, people who are young, not considered minors, because on the legal age for sex in in, in, uh, in the UK, I think, is 16. So he's not um, technically, um, uh, you know, sexual, having sex with young children, but they are young, as in, you know, less, you know, they were young at the time of the events, uh, above 16, but less, but still teenagers. But that is an alleged uh, accusation that the police has not put any charges, but we know that they have been involved in this, and it's a huge scandal in the U.S., eh, sorry, in the U.K. Have they said anything about it? They've just put it under the, on, under the carpet. But they, they've come out, BBC, in, uh, BBC has come out with a new concept, and is back though slamming or slinging mud on India. And what was the, the, what was the um, topic? Oh, well, you know, Indian passports are not valid anywhere except 57 countries, which are small countries. Oh, do you... Um so they kept asking what people think about the fact that Indian passports are not valid and they are ashamed of Indian passports. Who do you think they asked questions of? All the English elite of the country, the new feudal caste of the country. And I'm part of that feudal caste, so, uh, feudal class, okay? But... Uh, so I know what goes on on the inside. On the inside, in these feudal, in these English educated households, we all know you don't speak English very well. You'll be shouted at. You'll be laughed at. You'll be degraded, discriminated. You'll be put down. You'll be laughed, and they will not allow you to have a conversation because you're not your children of a lesser god. In order for you to be have some dignity in India, we know very well you have to speak English very well. If you don't speak English very well you will not be able to go any go anywhere and i could not speak english very well when i was a kid um and i had no confidence and i've become better by going to north america because we speak only english here uh, and it's become better, but I never spoke English very well before, and I always had an issue. And so I know that English-speaking educated hip hypocrites of India, um, and that's how I call ourselves, because I'm, I was part of that.
Uh, we had a problem. We, we look down on people and we are trained mentally to look down on people. Anyone who speaks Hindi, we look down on. It is something that we have to take responsibility from. And I am part of that. And I have to say that we, we, are, we look at ourselves as superior, holier than thou. And these educated people were giving a small clip, a documentary on BBC, and they were saying, oh, we are ashamed after 75 years, I have to wait in line, I can't go here, I can't go there. None of these people who were giving this small interview to BBC uh, had anything to say about um, the BBC sex scandal. Uh, we'll call the BBC out on anything the BBC does. Uh, have done anything to, to help the country. Have contributed or changed something, a small thing in the country. What have they changed? What have they done? But no, they, they sit there, instead of saying thank you to life, to the country for giving us so much, they ashamed of the country. Uh, they have not contributed to change any aspect of society on a small scale, micro scale, microscopic scale, any scale, but they can only give their negative comments. Why is that? Because that is what English elitism in the country is. They've taken over from the British and they've portrayed themselves as the new British. Uh, so this is a colonial hangover and this is what India represents. India uh, is the colonial elitist name. India is a Latin name. It is not um, a, 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 a local name. Uh, the Congress has portrayed Indi Hindu or Hind as a name coming from Persia. It's a foreign name. It doesn't belong to the subcontinent. But that's wrong. Hindu comes from the Vedas. You, it does exist in ancient Indian texts. So the word Hind exists. It is a very local name. And that's why you have Al-Hind in Arabic. Um, but... Um, India is a very Latin name. India is not local. So by hanging on to a Latin concept, a Latin name for a Vedic civilization, they are on a full speed ahead on the accelerator to get rid of this Vedic civilization and replace it with a Latin, European or Arabic civilization to colonize the land and take it over one more time. And just like, the, just like our ancestors sold our land sold our, our people in the 1857 Battle of Plassey and the, and, and the First Battle of Independence, uh, that's just like as they sold out other locals for money and power, again, we have a new generation. 200 years later, we have another group of sellouts pretending to be elitist who are allying with foreigners, allying with the Soros gang, the Muslim Brotherhood, the, um, the Barack Obamas, the elitist Obamas of the world, the, uh, the socialist elitists of the world that pretend to be, you know, down to earth, but absolutely elitist, uh, giving them more lectures. But this is what they do. This is what they have done. They are selling out the country, pretending that they're representing India. They are representing a colonial hangover 2.0 um, instead of supporting our Bharatiya civilization and proving that you can remove the divisions and the fault lines in society by saying very clearly, we're here to remove the concept of caste because caste does not belong here. How many people would vote for them? How many? But they cannot do that. They have to go back to their uh, dis dis disruptive uh, and distractive roots, their divisive roots, um, they divide to distract, 
they changed names uh, to hide 60 years of irresponsibility and corruption. They convert hope to hurt, to divide us and not heal us. They play the healer from the inside, but put divisive politics uh, um, as them on their manifesto. Uh, their labels have changed, but the mentality is not. Um, because it's not the label that defines the mentality. It's the mentality that divides the label. Um, they project victimhood and pity. Uh, they try and pro portray themselves as the saviors of these small groups. Minorities, minorities, minorities. And women, we didn't ask them to call us minorities. We didn't give them a, a waiver or flag to call us minorities. They have decided to call us minorities. They have decided to divide us and they have decided to be our saviors. Well, the real kufr are them. The three fingers pointing back at them. And they form deceitful strategies from the back door to stab us in the back. Um, and to the last line, nine years, they have done absolutely nothing to show that they are better. Even if they're not ruling at the center, they rule in certain states. In Rajasthan, uh, in, in Tamil Nadu, they are with the, in alliance with the DMK. They, are not, they, they do rule from certain states, but they have done nothing, nothing to show us uh, uh, so-called uh, politics, the new politics that they want to give us. They want to transform the style of government and make it democratic and interactive. They are pledging to present to the nation an alternative political, social, and economic agenda. They have done nothing. They are not capable of doing anything. For the 60 years, they've done nothing. And also on the state level for the last nine years, they have done sweet zero. Uh, in the meanwhile, you have the NDA, you have uh, the Honorable Prime Minister, who's double, triple, and quadrupled the amount of roads in the country, highways invested in rail, infrastructure investment. Um, and India has gone from zero to hero. We were, we were what, uh, 45th, I think, on the list of, uh, G, uh, of economic countries. We're now economic um, uh, economies. We are now number five. 19 crore LPG connections, airports built uh, all over the country, changes to the N education, NCRT, the roads have been developed, 83 uh, crore Indians have got food during the pandemic, free, 100 million toilets built in India, oh was it 100,000, sorry about that, uh, a digital India that has completely revolutionized the country, UPI, uh, GST, um, they have done it all in nine months. I'm not saying all as in everything, the, the light is shining, but I am saying we were a different country in 2014, we're a different country today, and we're going to get only better from five, we're going to go to three, three in the world, which relates to economy, um, and we just have to stick together, we have to heal from the inside, we have to take our responsibility and stop the division because Bharat is one nation, Hindustan is, is one nation, we are all Hindustani, we belong to the same currents and the waves. The, it's our currents that form the waves and the same vortex, the same energy field that makes us up. So on that note, I thank you so much for your time. I hope you understood my position. I hope you have a position. I hope you can heal and understand that we're all in this together. Even if we are far away from in another country, we are with 
Hindustan, we are with Bharat and we want to do better and heal. We want to take our responsibility in order to create equal opportunity. We want to heal. We want a better Bharat. Bharat Mata Ki Jai. Thank you so much for your time, for your listening, for your support. Please share my podcast. Please have that conversation. And um, and please come out with your own opinion and, and, and do your bit to heal and help the country. And we will be better. And if you're listening from any other country, do your bit. Do the same to your country. Help your country. But in small, small bits, um, supporting, uh, removing the divisions, taking responsibility. And you can create equal opportunity and heal. Because at the end of the day, we're all currents of the same ocean. Uh, the labels might change, but the mentality is still the same. The ocean is one. The cosmos is one. Our metaphysical feel is one. Aham brahmasmi. And we can, be, we can heal. Thank you for your time. Have yourself a great, great day.